Hey everyone, I'm Maya. I'm Sarah. And I'm Kyla. And we are your hosts for Cabana Talks, the official podcast of Cabanate PH, a youth-led organization that aims to bridge the gap between the issues of today and the leaders of tomorrow. Today, we are going to be talking about 21 resolutions for 2021. So we prepared a list of 21 resolutions for the new year that we hope to take up, and we hope you can take them up too. We're also going to talk about ways to implement those resolutions and some great resources to do so. We've grouped every three resolutions so that they're all easier to understand. The resolutions and their respective groups are in the notes of this podcast episode. So without further ado, the first group of resolutions is about finding something new. The first is to find a new hobby. Personally, 2020 gave me a lot of opportunities to seek out new hobbies. I learned how to crochet. I even made the Harry Styles cardigan, which took me a month, by the way. How to sew, use Photoshop, bake, and more. I think that I'm just one of those people who absolutely cannot stay still and need to be busy at all times. But these new hobbies also help me de-stress from the pressures of online school and my other commitments. So if you want to start a hobby, there's literally no better time than when you're stuck at home. Yeah, just like Sarah, um, I took up graphic design this twenty uh, last twenty twenty. Um, honestly, I've always wanted to take up graphic design, but because of the lack of time and my fear of failing, I chose not to. But because I was given a lot of time to not only think and um, reflect on the things I could have done and can do, but it gave me a lot of time to actually do things. And so I took up graphic design. And now, honestly, I'm really, really glad that I did because graphic design has now become a big part of my life. And I use it every day in my org work, inside and outside of school, and in my academics. Personally, I was able to get back into an old hobby, which is reading. I definitely went a little overboard buying like 10 books a month since August. And it was all thanks to the book side of TikTok. That's like my first recommendation. I personally recommend that you look for things to do on TikTok and YouTube and other social media platforms because there are so many resources out there for you to get started. And it definitely makes picking up a new hobby way less daunting. Our second resolution is to learn something new. This could be anything from a sport to a fun activity you've always wanted to try. Personally, instead of learning something new, I'd like to relearn a past love of mine. Growing up, I always kind of hated trying and learning new things, mainly because, like I mentioned earlier, I hated the idea of failing. But luckily for me, the one time I felt adventurous, it worked out, and that was golf. But because of time management problems and a lot of my academics and ECAs, I had to give it up. So I hope this 2021, I'll be able to get back to the course. This year, I want to learn how to use more Adobe programs. I found that my super basic knowledge of Adobe Illustrator is really useful for my school and organization work, so I'm really excited to see what I can achieve with just a little bit more proficiency. I personally want to learn a new language. I've tried learning Fukian and Korean in 2020, and honestly, I just gave up. I know more or less the basics of each, but I really wish that I didn't give up so easily because even just knowing the basics of a language is amazing. I get so excited over knowing what people in K-dramas were saying or understanding a snippet of my parents' conversations that I think I probably look dumb, honestly. But learning languages is very exciting for me, so I definitely will try to get back into those and maybe try picking up a new language too. The third resolution is to join something new. I personally want to join more relief efforts in 2021, maybe plan more webinars and activities, stuff like that, which are definitely things that are in store for Cabanata. 
But I think that I'm not really keen on joining any new organizations because I'm very contented with the amount that I currently have. So instead, I want to try out some new things and just figure out what are some projects that will really help our community and ourselves grow in our advocacy work. I personally want to join more outreach programs or charity drives possible. I really miss being part of outreaches, whether just organizing them or being a volunteer. In general, I really miss interacting with different communities because some of my best memories were honestly in outreaches. Well, I'd like to join internships and jobs. I like the feeling of being busy and on my feet 24-7. And with the whole growing up thing, I think this would be a lot of fun and would do me a lot of good. The next resolution is about catching up with friends. I personally found that in the past few months, I've fallen out with a lot of my old friends and I really do miss them a lot. So I really think that in the next few months or at least next few weeks, I'm going to try to reconnect with them, hopefully catch up with them about how their life has been recently, maybe even get closer to them than I was before. The next resolution is to meet more people. Although I really love talking to new people and meeting them, the whole idea of having the whole first impressions and the awkward greetings has always been an issue with me. And it has gotten in the way of the things I love to do. And because I want to choose a career path, which involves meeting a lot of people and interacting with people, this has definitely hindered me from achieving my goal and being good at what I love to do. And so I hope this 2021, I'll be able to overcome that and hopefully turn it into a strength of mine. Because the last thing I want to do is to leave 2021 with regrets, especially about things that I love to do. The sixth resolution is something really important to me, and that is to get rid of my fear of missing out. My fear of missing out has been something that has really deterred me. Whenever my friends hang out without me, I get really sad and stressed and it's caused me to lash out and distance myself from everyone. For example, when I'm not part of an inside joke, I feel really bad. And instead of trying to engage in the conversation, I just tend to shy away from it. Even losing friendships in the process of how I deal with that fear. I've known for a long time that it is definitely something that I need to work on and I hope 2021 is the year that I do. Our seventh New Year's resolution is to gain confidence and be less insecure. In the past couple months, my opinion of myself in terms of my body image has gone really down. But on the other hand, my confidence of speaking in front of crowds has really gone up. And I think that's it's because it's easier to speak my opinion when it's through a screen. But I really hope that in the next few months, I'll be able to look at myself with a more positive mindset, but at the same time, continue to develop myself so that I can continue to speak out with confidence. The eighth resolution is to put your dreams into action. Like I mentioned earlier, I've always hated the idea of failing and messing up. And you could imagine the whole putting your dreams into action being nearly impossible for me. And it's true. For a while, I really couldn't do it. But recently, a few months ago to be specific, I really got to think and, well, take action. I allowed myself to fall, fail, and everything else in between. But instead of giving up, I embraced it and used it to move forward. So now I plan to keep going and take even bigger steps to achieve my dreams. The ninth resolution is to take risks. This is something I really need to start doing because I'm not much of a risk taker. I try to stick to my plans and when they fail, I have B, C, and D and so on to cushion my fall. I think that taking risks will not only open up more opportunities, but in the worst case, foster growth, right? After all, what is the worst thing that can happen if the risk you take is applying for something, for example, that you don't get in? 
at worst, you learn to face rejection. And at best, you get to experience something you never would have been able to if fear had kept you seated. The tenth resolution is to shop ethically and locally. I'll admit that shopping ethically is a challenge since many sustainable brands are expensive. But if you are in a place where you can make the switch, you can try. There are also a lot of local brands which combine fashion and sustainability. I really want to try buying from more of these brands. One that I really found myself admiring recently is Muni Muni Studios, which dyes fabric themselves and they also use fabric shops to create clothes and other goods. A few other great brands you can also check out are Habilin, Frankie and Friends, Cora and Bear, Porto Studios, and Likang Local. I've also been buying from a lot of Instagram thrift shops, which are another great way to support sustainability. Another way to shop ethically and locally is by supporting industries that are typically looked down upon. All forms of art, especially in the Philippines, are not seen as quote-unquote worthy professions by older generations. Some of my favorite Philippine ex-artists are The Design Almighty, which is run by at Artsy Andang and at Louise.an, at Blanche Elise and at Louise Anog, all on Instagram. And... Aside from art, like physical art, I also really like supporting Filipino artists. So this could be through supporting OPM music or by supporting Filipina theater and so on. Again, all of these resources that I mentioned will be linked in the notes of this podcast episode. The next resolution is to stop supporting bad people slash corporations. I used to really not care about where, the th- where my clothes or things came from. But now that I've surrounded myself with people who do care and who really take, um, who really put a lot of emphasis on the importance of shopping ethically and, and supporting small artists, I realized the importance of doing so. And so in the future, um, starting now and for all the years to come, I plan to support small artists and shop ethically. And I think you guys should too. This resolution is definitely really hard. We acknowledge that it really is a privilege to avoid stores like Forever 21 and Sheen, for example, and replace them with ethical and sustainable brands. We need to assess why exactly we are okay with supporting these big corporations, right? Because if you really only have the money to buy fast fashion, then you don't need to be so hard on yourself, right? Because the entire environment isn't yours to carry. You are an atlas. The world isn't going to rest on your shoulders. But there are so many alternatives that are actually cheaper and not only in the long run. Instagram thrift stores, like Sarah said, are really great for this. But really, the best way to stop supporting bad systems is to not buy anything unnecessary. You don't need that 2,000 peso sheen hoodie, especially in this country, even though you want it. Because I think we need to realize that A, we could use that 2,000 pesos for something much more important. B, that exact cardigan is probably way cheaper somewhere else. And C, that 2,000 pesos is supporting people who, for example, utilize child labor, who steal art from small artists, and who make an unnecessarily negative impact on the environment. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I have bought from Shein and a bunch of other unethical brands in the past few years. I definitely still do feel tempted to keep buying from them because, well, I mean, they're cheap or at least affordable. I do know, however, that they are extremely unethical. And with the ever-growing climate crisis, now is the most critical time to make the switch to more sustainable brands. The 12th resolution is to take concrete action. This is probably the most important of the resolutions. Educating ourselves is really important, but what's even more important is using that education and turning it into concrete action. If, for example, you were educated about racism, you can't stop at just posting about it. You can't simply not be racist. 
You have to make every effort to be anti-racist within your communities and homes. You can do this by not supporting racist individuals and parties, by calling out subtle racism, and through many more ways. But I think that it is really important that we do take any concrete action that we can because we hold that responsibility as individuals who have the power to make the world a better place. I think this is something that definitely needs to be addressed because it's even more of a challenge now given the online setup. I know it's even harder given the fact that a lot of us aren't even allowed to go out. So I suppose the best thing we can do is to be creative with our efforts. There are so much things that we can do just from the comforts of our own homes. We can find a community to sponsor or even just a small group, collaborate with minorities, speak against unethical practices, host a charity drive. Essentially, put your money where your mouth is. I'm definitely also going to work on this along with all of you. I think this one speaks for itself. I'd like to be able to do more than just repost and sign petitions. Because while they do work, there's there's so much more that I can do and want to do. The world has become a place where being a bystander is no longer an option. And honestly, thank God. Because we need change. And the only way we'll be able to see that change and progress is by taking action and doing real things. The 13th resolution is to stop procrastinating. I am probably the one most prone to procrastination among the three of us. This is because I am an extreme grammar and I literally do two entire papers the night before they were due. It has always worked for me, but I know this is very unhealthy and I think that addressing my unhealthy procrastination would also help me be more productive. The 14th resolution, like what Sarah said, is to be more productive. I think the worst feeling ever is the feeling of not being able to do anything. Feeling like you should be doing things, but then not doing them. It sucks. Because then you're left with the feelings of guilt and, well, resentment and sometimes hate. And it's not it's not a fun feeling. Because from there, it just causes a series of more lazy and unproductive days. And though it's good and even advised to take breaks, taking a break after weeks of doing absolutely nothing does a lot more harm than good. So this year, I'd like to do more and be productive and not just because I have to do things, but because I want to do things and because it makes me happy. Because to me, that's what being productive is. I recall seeing this Pinterest post a really long time ago. Like we're talking 2016, like when I first got Pinterest. And it was about having no zero days. And a zero day is essentially a day wherein you don't do anything to contribute to your greater goals in life. And I think that really stuck with me. And I still remember that until now, if it's 9 p.m. on a day where I didn't do anything, I try to get up and do something, even if it's like the littlest thing, even if I get ahead on my reading for something for school or read another news article, stuff like that. I think it's really important not to have zero days because it makes us feel better about what we're doing and it makes us forgive ourselves more and give ourselves more of a break. And with that, My 15th resolution is to read more news and matter. This is really important to all aspects of my life personally because a lot of the extracurricular work I do is matter heavy. For example, I'm on my high school's debate team, so I need to use matter in debates to support my arguments. In Kabanata, I need to be updated on the news so that I can contribute post ideas. But even if you don't have any commitments or any activities in your life that would require you to be updated with current news, it's still a pretty good practice because you're more aware and a much better conversationalist when you know about everything that's going on, even if you just know the basics. The 16th resolution is to learn how to budget. This 2021, I really want to learn how to budget my money wisely. Essentially, you spend less, save more. Honestly, this came from the fact that I saw TikTok, which had this 17-year-old girl who talked about how she saved a portion of her money since she was around 10, and now she has enough money to start her small business. I don't plan on starting a business soon, but I'd like to have money for emergencies or just for Sarah in 2022, 2023. 
or even when I'm with my grandies. Figure out what I want to do with my life, the 18th resolution. Frankly, leading a life with no direction and living as a tree with no backbone, constantly swaying from side to side is not fun. And honestly, all I want to do now is know. I'd like to know what I'm capable of, what I love, and what I should do. I want to know how to take and make my next few steps and lead a life knowing, not everything, but enough to keep me steady and well, happy. So yeah, I want to figure out what I want to do with my life and see how much I can con- how much I can do to contribute to this world, my world, our world. The 19th resolution is something I have been doing for years, and that is to keep a gratitude list. I'll admit to having missed quite a few days. We're talking like 100 over the past like five or six years of doing this. But it is so nice to be able to look back at the random things that made me happy. Sometimes I write down things I achieved that day, like getting awards or getting into something. Sometimes I write things like Nestle hot chocolate or Bath and Body Works candles. Either way, I have a list of things that make me smile, and for that, I am ever thankful. Our 19th resolution is to be more in touch with our feelings. This is more serious than my last few resolutions because I have always found myself struggling to explore my feelings and express myself to others. How I'm gonna do this is a bit tricky because, I mean, how does someone just become in touch with their feelings? I don't know how... I'm gonna do it, but it's a long process, which might even exceed the duration of 2021. I think that along the way, I will hopefully find my own way of connecting with myself and hopefully being more compassionate towards others as well. Our next resolution, the 20th resolution, is to fall back in love with life. I think the previous years made me hate this world, constantly being fed bad news, never being able to catch a break, and failing over and over and over again. And although it's not entirely my fault, for a good amount of time, I thought it was. And because of that, I started to hate living as me and living in this world. However, despite all that's happened, with all the time I was given, I was able to really think, step back and look at the world. And I realized it's not so bad. And everything really depends on what you make of it. So now, I plan to not only own this year, but this life, my life, and well, fall in love with it. The last resolution on our list is to help other people with their resolutions. This is pretty broad since we don't know what your resolutions are yet. So share them with us on our Instagram story at cabanata.ph. We have a lot of opportunities in store for you all that are sure to make your 2020 productive, rewarding, and fun. And that's all for our 21 resolution ideas for 2021. If you want a simple list of resolutions to get started with, check out our post, A Guide to 2021 Resolutions, made by me. They are all really basic and non-specific, so there is a lot of room to explore what certain things really mean to you. For example, what does it mean to you to foster inclusivity? And also, what does that mean in your own life? How can you impact diversity in small and big ways? We can't wait to read your resolutions and find ways to help you fulfill them. With that, we conclude this week's episode of Kabana Talks, 21 Resolutions for 2021. Once again, I'm Kyla. I'm Sarah. And I'm Maya. Thank you so much for listening. Bye!